you have to pay attention to it because ignoring it is not going to make it go away. It's, you're not going to be able to hide from AI per se. You're not going to be able to run a business without adopting it. So the easiest and most efficient path for you is to start to learn the technology and see what it can potentially do for your business. Welcome to The Takeover with Tim and Cindy, where we show you how to dominate every area of life and business. Let's get winning. Welcome back to The Takeover with Tim and Cindy. AI is here, ladies and gentlemen. And if you are not leveraging it right now in your business, reality is you are going to get left behind. You've probably seen a lot of buzz around AI all over the internet, but today we want to have a very practical conversation about AI, how we leverage it in our business, and how you can start to easily leverage AI to accelerate your results. So Tim, we had every quarter we set a goal or what we call a rock for our company, for our team. And the last three or four quarters we set a very intentional goal around AI. Mm. Yeah, it was specifically every person in the company was tasked to how do you use AI in your role to make your role better? Yes. So this wasn't uh, this, we, we weren't looking for necessarily this big, massive quantum computer AI bot that was gonna come in and, revolutionize the business. It was mm. just a simple task of how can you use, you task everybody on the team, how can you use AI to make your role more effective, more efficient? And it was for every area of the business. Yeah. And we we ended up getting some stuff that we kind of knew was going to be more efficient. You know, some projects that were taking three or four times more without AI are now just, you know, the times cut down. But there was also some areas that we were we were pretty surprised. We weren't necessarily expecting to to be a benefit. Uh, and I would say just overall, what seemed scary, you know, we're we are in the lead generation client acquisition space, and there is this like, oh man, we've got so much we're dealing with already. We we're trying to do so many different things. And now all of a sudden we've got to learn this new AI technology. There was like a little bit of like, I wanna ignore this. Because we already have other problems we're dealing with. And it was like scary. But on the other side of it, I couldn't imagine running our business without AI now. Yes. Could, could you imagine just just even practical day-to-day things that we do, not using just some simple AI tools that we now are just a part of our day-to-day? Yes. I want to pinpoint something you said, which is it seemed scary at first. You hear about this new technology that is revolutionizing the so many different industries and markets. And so it's very daunting at first, but as we started to learn more about it, as we started to dip our toes in the water, start to use it, get the team more involved with it, it was not actually as crazy or as daunting as people might think. So before we dive into how practically we use AI in the business, if somebody is new and maybe hasn't yet started adopting AI, why do you think they absolutely need to be paying attention to this right now? Well, you're either going to use it and 
get ahead and stay ahead or you're not going to use it. And as things shift, as people adapt to it, it's just going to become impossible to keep up. Yeah. Time, the, the ability, the amount of time that AI saves in your day-to-day, the sheer qualitative aspect that you could add to a lot of projects, uh, lead generation, some humanization aspects. You know, at the time of this recording, there's some cool tools that are not quite there yet as far as like, you know, cold calling with AI and stuff like that. But they're good enough that I realize one technology shift in AI can make cold calling with AI like actually legit. Mm -hmm. I don't think it is right now, but it doesn't mean it won't be tomorrow. And so starting to look at how do we start implementing these pieces now and help now the human aspect, like just being, you know, making the human person more efficient in their role. And then staying on top of that, because if you don't, just the sheer efficiency that we have as a company now, yes. the time saved alone, if you go head to head with us and you're not using AI, you're going to get destroyed. Absolutely. Like, we will crush you. And any other company out there that's leveraging it will crush you. And then you start to look at, when we think of the history of outbound, we're, we're in outbound marketing, but you can relate this to a lot of things is big technological shifts that happened. We think of, for outbound, it was printing press, mm-hmm. you know, that brought us to be able to do newspapers and direct mail. It yeah. allowed for this new level of marketing. Uh, then the telephones allowed for, for cold calling, right? We have uh, things like the internet that, that allowed us to reach people all over the place. Email allowed us to message people directly. It was like mm-hmm. electronic mail. That's what email is, electronic mail. We have uh, stuff like social media that now allows us to like socialize with people. We have things like automation allowed us to really automate things like cold call and automate. And now AI is allowing us to humanize the experience. Mm-hmm. So you have AI is allowing for efficiency. It's allowing for a new level of humanization. And there's still some stuff that is like, you see it and it's not that great. But when you mix it currently yeah. with a real person that is checking quality, that is you know input, giving the right inputs to the system, getting the right outputs, we're getting absolute incredible results. And if you're not doing that right now, and your competitor that offers the exact same thing to the exact same customer, and they're using AI in the different roles in their company, their profitability is going to be better. Their conversion rates are going to be, everything is going to be better. Yes. And that's, AI is not even like where it's six months from now, 12 months from now, like the way this is growing, I you, I don't even think you'd be able to start a business. Yeah. Unless you're, you're leveraging this. So, and one side, I want to scare the out of you and say, if you don't do it, you will absolutely not exist as a business, period. And uh, if you are doing it right now, it's going to give you a competitive advantage. But I also want to, on the other side, I want to scare the out of you that you got to do it, but I also want to make it easy for you. It's not hard. Correct. Correct. I think one point that you mentioned that I want to hop on is when there is a technology that disrupts so many industries as much as AI is disrupting industries right now, Mm. you have to pay attention to it because ignoring it is not going to make it go away. You're not going to be able to hide from AI per se. You're not going to be able to run a business without adopting it. 
So the easiest and most efficient path for you is to start to learn the technology and see what it can potentially do for your business. Because we were really surprised when we adopted the goal as a team, what are ways that we can leverage AI? The results that we we found and the different technologies we were exposed to, what the possibilities were of how, how, much, how much faster we could actually get to our goals, it transformed the way we looked at AI mm. completely. So I think the fear or the nervousness that we had up front, it starts to dissipate when you see how easy it is to get started and that it is available for yeah. small business and large business alike. AI has completely leveled the playing field. So we hope that through this episode, you're getting some more insights into how you can start to leverage it right now in your business. Tim, let's talk about, we gave the team the directive, figure out how you can leverage AI in your role. From our admin assistants, to our client success managers, to our sales team, every single role was tasked with, how can I leverage AI to do things more efficiently, more effectively, and to save time? What are some developments that came out of this directive that we gave the team? I'll talk a little bit on some of the marketing and sell side. And, and I think you'll have a better insights into operationally because I know as a COO and what your what the operations team has done with pieces is just, just phenomenal. Practically, there's some pieces I'll talk on the sell side. Just, you know, all of our calls are now recorded by an AI tool. Mm-hmm. It can give us basic insights like uh, what's the, the talk ratio? You know, the, how, how, how much does your sales rep talk versus how much does the prospect talk? Okay, we don't want to go over 60%. If your sales rep's talking more than 60% of the time, they're not asking enough questions, mm-hmm. right? So you can see simple things like that. You can see how much was the, the, the time gap between when the prospect stopped talking and when your sales rep started talking, mm-hmm. right? We, we want to make sure, like just simple thing, just overall analytics, you can program in if, say, you have your, your sell scripts, and in your sell script, you ask what's your biggest challenge or, or like, you know, what's your goal, like pieces like that. You can program this AI tool to make sure your sales reps are, are, are asking these questions. So you have, it's not going to replace good sales management. But again, it's like we talked about making, at this point, AI is really about making the human better, making the operator better. So as a sales manager, now I can go and look at all of my sales reps. I can see the trend. If a rep is closing a lot, what are his analytics compared to when he wasn't closing a lot? How's his talk ratio? How's his, his is he asking the right questions? Is he yeah. staying on process? We can train AI to look at all these pieces and we can also see our top performing reps versus our bottom performing reps. What are some of those data and some of the analytics there? As well as within the tool, we can coach and give feedback on sections of the call. We can save different pieces to library. It just, it allows for uh, effective sales management that's data-driven you know, great sales management is very, very, let's just be real. A lot of people for sales management is is voodoo. It's it's hocus pocus. It's no one really knows what it is. And this gives us really good insights to start to quantify it more on a level that I feel like marketing does. Marketing is especially direct response. It, it all, we're very, it's very data-driven Yeah, where sales can be kind of data-driven, but most of whether it works or not, it's very qualitative. This is all starting to allow us really for the first time, start 
to be very analytical about the way a sales call is run. And it'll, it'll get better, but this is just, this is, saves time. And it lets you know like what's, like more insights into what's working, what's not working on the sell side. Yeah. On the lead side, I mean, we have access. We, we actually created our own in-house. We didn't even realize one of our, our teammates just was a computer science background, loves this stuff, obsessed with it. We tasked him with the idea and now he worked on weekends and built out, built out a, an AI software for us. Now we have access to over half a billion contacts on the planet. You know, it was a team involvement. There's a lot of team involved meeting and developing this, uh, this thing every week for, oh, what, five or six months? Yeah. But yeah, we, now we have access to over half a billion contacts on the planet. We have full insights on just a lot of different data points on them. And that would have never happened if we hadn't have just asked, how can we, mm-hmm. what would it look like to leverage AI in, in every role? And that was, that was the development of just starting simple with a simple question, what would it look like to leverage AI in each role? Yes. And then giving the team creative freedom to come with ideas and not shooting those ideas down. Absolutely. And so that that helped out a lot in the data collection. And then on the lead side, we're starting to see some pretty big jumps in improvement by adding, um, I mean, we just have incredible copy. Nothing beats just great copy. AI, you cannot have AI at this moment in time write you a good outbound message in full. Correct. Like it just, it just won't work. I don't care what everybody would tell you. It won't work. I mean, but- it can give you good ideas. It can give you good, it can start the creative flow. It can start mm-hmm. the creative juices. It can give you new new ways of looking at things you wouldn't do. So it, it can be a great writer's assistant as well as it can humanize the the message a little bit. It can, you know, it can, now that we have the half a billion contacts in the world, we know where they go to college or their last job. We can say, hey, I see you went to CU Boulder. Uh, you know, I was, I grew up in Boulder. I see you went to CU Boulder, go Buffs. And then we insert that really awesome copy message we had. Now we can double our results on that. So, yeah. you know, th- this, these are just small little things that I see in, in my side of the business. I know um, you and the team have done a ton. I mean, I see you using ChatGPT like 50 times friend. a day. <laughs> ChatGPT is my brainstorming partner, for sure. We, we've leveraged AI. I think about operationally, one of the big areas was a chatbot that we created um, and you may be familiar with other chatbots on websites that are not so great, but this chatbot has allowed us to cater to clients that are in different time zones that we work with. And we've trained the bot and inputted all the data, all the information to be like one of our teammates. So we can answer questions for our clients on the fly when our team is not working. So small things like that, that allow us better client experience, that allow us to service people on every time zone that's available, right? That the the ability that it's given us is really, really powerful. Um, On the admin side, just using small things like meeting summaries, having AI tools to join meetings so that they can summarize and take notes so our team doesn't have to be there manually inputting notes. Small things like that have actually created such a drastic difference in how we operate. And I think about it today, I don't know what we'd be doing without AI. Like how... (laughs) not efficient or rather how inefficient we were when we were not leveraging these tools. Hey there, I've got to stop here for one quick second to ask you this question. Have you been enjoying the podcast? If so, make sure that you are subscribed and take that one extra step to please leave us a rating and a review wherever you are listening to the show. 
Not only does it help us continue to grow and impact more people, we'll make sure that we show up wherever you are listening as well. One thing that you mentioned too on the sales side is the ability of AI to analyze a sales call objectively versus subjectively, right? So you could be reviewing one call after another, after another, you might have some internal biases or you might have some ideas on whether something was right or wrong and the way that you are grading a call. When you have AI in the picture, it's a very objective, did it tick this box or not based on certain data points that removes all subjectivity, all bias, everything from that. And it's a very data-driven, detail-oriented output that it gives you, which is really, really powerful. Yeah. And it's just going to get better. Yes. You know, I think of the chatbot that uh, you and the team built. And just so everybody listening right now, this this thing, you know, is good. (laughs) It's really good. We sent it to some of our clients and basically said, break it. Yeah. Do whatever you can to break it. Do whatever you can to make, to break it. And we were able to, you know, cause we, we connected into Slack where we're communicating with clients and we're watching on the backside as some of our, our clients are just asking it stupid, silly things, like genuine questions clients ask all the time in the interaction this, that, that the Pima bot had was fun. It was witty. The information was incredibly accurate. Spot on, yes. It it was so good that I was on the phone call with a pharmacy the other day and there was no one answering. And I was going through the old school automated system and I was so frustrated. I was like, I really just wish they would use AI. Absolutely. I And so what, what I thought was interesting about this just happened the other day. I just, what I thought was interesting about that is once somebody experiences customer service from good AI, mm. using old systems, being put on hold, being put through an automated press one for the, do the yeah. like you no longer tolerate that because you've had the new now. You know, mm-hmm. we, we order a lot of stuff on Amazon Prime, being in Miami, things come same day or next day. I, if, with that is our new standard. We're so used to that. So if something takes a week or two to <laughs> come- where is this thing? <laughs> what what, what is planet is this coming from? Is this yeah. coming, you know, all the way from China? And that that thing that's one thing is it's gonna give you a competitive advantage. And this really does. I mean, we have clients in Australia, we have clients in UK and China and wherever. And to have this kind of qualitative customer service, it really allows us to serve on a whole nother level. It gives you that competitive yes. advantage, but I also want you to remember. If your competitor is using this and you're not, the 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 ability to 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 deliver customer service is you versus somebody you if you're not using this versus somebody who's using this, it's mm-hmm. just it's, it's an unfair advantage. It's night and day, absolutely. And and how how much does this cost? It's so cost effective. Yeah. It really is. So I think let's talk about practically. If somebody wanted to get started using AI in their business. How do they get started? Where do they even begin? Yeah, thank, thank you for asking that specific question because I said earlier in the show, like on one side, I want to really scare you that if you're not using this, your company's not going to exist. Like it's going it's to go under. So I want to scare you on that side, but I also want to give you hope that it's super easy it's to really get started. really easy, yeah. So 
probably the easiest areas to start is just to think about any areas where you need to write things. You know, write an email, write a response to a customer, write a some SOP. SOP. In any area that you are going to have to sit down on your on your computer, turn on the creative brain and send something out. Even if it's super simple, you can literally go to ChatGPT and what you're really good at you giving the prompts. Like, what would be a prompt be? Say you're like you're responding to a just like let's just I want to show them how easy this is. Because you use this a lot, like let's say we're we're wanting to create a me- a response message for an outbound that's like for people that are saying, "Hey, I'm already using this service, thanks, bye." And we want to respond to them with some urgency to maybe turn that into a lead. Like, what? How could I? Tr- how could I give that a prompt to give me an idea for that? Yeah, so I would tell ChatGPT, I sent this message to the prospect, and I'll type out what that message is. This is how they responded, and I'll give their response. And the prompt will be, how would I respond to the prospect to get them on a call with me with some urgency? And I would ask ChatGPT to give me five to 10 different responses. I've seen that when you, when you ask it to give you more, you have some options to choose from and I'd hit send. And it's going to give me five to 10 ways that I can respond to the prospect once they've given me that rebuttal. And it may not be that I use the exact thing that they've sent me, but what it's going to allow me to do is come up with some new ideas, right? Like mm. there's some areas that maybe I didn't think about approaching it in that way, or maybe I didn't see it that way that can actually spark my creativity so that I can put together a really compelling response. Mm. And how, how would you create an SOP? Yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, SOP, Standard Operating Procedure, it's simply a document on how do you execute on a certain process in your business? So say, for example, I'm training a new admin assistant that's just jumped on on how to manage my calendar. So I can tell the AI, ChatGPT, I need an SOP to help my admin assistant, very simple prompt, uh, better manage my calendar. I would tell it what titles I want in that procedure or the process. I would give it some more information on how I like my calendar scheduled and I would ask them to put it together in a procedure or format or a doc. And it would output the exact thing, the exact template um, of how to run my calendar. And I would give that to my admin assistant and say, here you go. Here's how to manage it. I love that. And you can look at it. You can just say, hey, I run my calendar. Here's a few things that are important to me. And then it spits out an SOP. You look over that SOP as 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 the human. <laughs> and then you maybe make some make tweaks some on tweaks, that and, then, yeah. and you pass it off. So at this point, it's not necessarily replacing it, but it's allowing those who leverage AI to get way more done Absolutely. Uh, in their role. Yes, yes. Mm. I would say too, getting started on AI, it's the mindset that you take around adopting it. So if you are still in the mindset of, I don't need to be looking at AI, AI is something that other industries are tapping into and not mine. There really needs to be a perspective shift on the approach or the mindset that you take around AI. Mm. Just being open, allow yourself to be open of the possibilities that you can tap into using it. It doesn't matter what industry you are in from pharmaceuticals to marketing to fashion. There's so many ways that you can leverage AI in your business. So the mindset, just be open, be open to the possibilities. And when you are open and you start to ask, how can we, it will bring forth some more solutions and ideas on how you can actually leverage it. So the big question is, how can you, how can you leverage AI versus guarding yourself from it or trying to avoid it because it's disrupting 
entire industries and you want to make sure that you're staying on top of it. Yeah, and I would say choose to be excited about it, mm. right? Because your your eyes and ears will only find what they are looking for. Yes. Right? So if you choose to be excited about AI, if you choose to be ex- excited about the future with AI, if you choose to be excited about your industry with AI, if you choose to say, this is going to be the biggest opportunity I've ever had in my business is by leveraging it. If you choose those uh, to choose to be excited about the opportunity, then your eyes and your ears will find the opportunity as you hear new technologies develop, as you see new things, as you test and play with new things. You don't have to spend five hours a day. Start with one thing. You get yeah. comfortable with that, add another piece on. Get your team involved. Hey, where can you use AI? And mm. when you choose to be excited about it, and then you're going to find the reasons why it's good and positive. Yes. Versus now imagine, like, let's flip this. Now let's say you are starting to get excited about AI. You're starting to find the areas to leverage it. You're starting to see this bright, beautiful future. And now let's say your competitor is still in the doom and gloom. They're still scared. They're still, well, so that's not going to change my industry at all. They're still head down. How much unfair advantage do you feel like you have in the marketplace now? So be that one. Because when we look at history, every single disruptive technology was a gold rush to those who adopted it and was a death sentence to those who didn't. So choose to be excited. Uh, The easiest way to to do these things is start simple, start easy, and just do it daily. Have something you're going to play with AI daily. Uh, I would warn, don't go down. There's some people that I know that will just go down and they end up spending all their days looking at technology, playing around with it, and then they never actually get anything done. Yeah. So make sure that you are using AI and that it's not using you because curiosity, watching YouTube, that that's just like wasting time. Uh, so choose to be excited about it. And just know that when you are able to stay on the front of it, that now when a new technology comes up, it's going to be an opportunity for you. Yes. I think most people are scared. For sure. So we hope that this episode gave you some insight into how we're leveraging AI and some easy and practical ways for you to get started using the technologies. It really, really is exciting. It's an exciting future. What AI is going to allow us to do and what it is currently allowing us to do is amazing. And when you start to learn a little bit more about it, if you are not already, I think you'll start to agree as well. So our call to action for this episode is What are some ways that you can leverage AI in your business and in your life? And if you are already doing it, what are some ways that you can amplify what you are doing with your AI uh, leverage and with your technologies? Because ultimately, it's going to change the game. This was The Takeover with Tim and Cindy. If winning is your way of life, make sure to rate this show so we can produce more episodes like this. And we will see you on the other side. Stay winning. Stay winning.